Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Would you understand the, the, the seriousness of, of the coronavirus, you know, going through it and everything? Um, what do you think about this anonymous line that, you know, you guys have access to? Is that something that you would ever utilize? I, you know, I heard some guys have utilized it. What's your thoughts on having that anonymous line, man? Because I'm sure y'all probably get a kick out of it. What's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, I think it's – I don't know if someone's going to use it, but uh, I think it's a little petty. You know, I think it's uh, – at the same time, you want to make sure that, you know, people respect the rules. Um, but I don't think the line will really help. Uh, at that point, you know, I think it's it's more about respecting each other and uh, and uh, I'll do it as a small community. You know, we I think we everyone is pretty much educated about the the virus at this point, and uh, you know, it's it's more about respect, more about respect, and uh, at the same time, you know, you you want to make sure you you socialize and, and and do all those things, but by still respecting each other's space and. And, uh, and try to wear the mask inside, especially when it's crowded. That was Rudy Gobert with Eric Woodyard of ESPN. Gordon talking about the old snitch line as the bubble continues on the Jazz practice yesterday. They do not practice today, Gordon. This is uh, a day off for them, so uh, maybe they'll play a little singles ping pong. Uh, I don't know, have a daiquiri, go fishing. I don't know what you do on your day off in the bubble, but what did you think about Rudy? what Rudy had to say right there about the 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 report hotline you know rudy's pretty smart i mean i think he was on the money come on who's gonna do that and uh who, who would dare i, I don't uh, unless you really thought it was a matter of a health issue and even then you'd probably pursue other channels when we talked about this the other day said wouldn't you talk with the individual involved as opposed to ratting them out that's probably what i'd choose to do uh, would you even do that, or would you just turn your head? Uh, I'd probably just turn my head, I guess, depending on, on what it was. I mean, if if I had a teammate that uh, – remember that story a couple of weeks about uh, weeks ago about the corona parties? Uh, I yeah. mean, I guess if I had a teammate doing that, I might say something. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, I – uh, what Rudy said right there is, is I think, the, the positive way to look at it, where he said, we just need to treat this thing with mutual respect. It's a small community. You heard him say that. Um, everybody he said everybody's pretty educated about the virus, and it just needs to be about mutual respect. R- respect your fellow NBA players. And uh, I, I think that's the, the best way to go about it. Um, but there would be some who would say if somebody is breaking the rules that they are disrespecting other players. Sure, but who's you know? Is it really your job to police that? It's no, it's not. It's not your job. But what what if you were a coach? Would that be different? Listen, I mean, I, if, they, if they found out that you were the rat, you might be in trouble because coaches have to stay yep on a certain level with their with their players. Uh, but if you're really concerned, well, you got to do something, don't you? Or do you just no, just whistle in the dark and we'll head on down the street. I'm, right? whistle, I'm whistling in the dark because the the uh, downside of being identified of, uh, uh, as the snitch is bad enough. But what if one of somebody else is identified as the snitch wrongly and they get ostracized? No thanks. Like uh, take uh, D'Angelo Russell, a player that would eventually become an all star. 
was traded because he ratted out one of his teammates on social media. I know it's more complex than that, but I mean, that was the beginning of the end for that guy because he just couldn't function on that team anymore. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. But on the other hand, if you are concerned about the well-being of the team, you might want to have a chat with the person who is breaking the rule and putting other people in peril. Sure. And and I if, if I felt uh, compelled to do that, I... Would like to believe I'd do it face to face and and would not need an anonymous is tip anybody, line, especially if I were a coach in the circumstance you're talking about. Like if I'm Mike D'Antoni and uh, there's some behavior going on that makes me uncomfortable, you know, I, I I'm saying I'm saying, hey, look, I'm feeling uncomfortable about this thing. You guys uh-huh. need to to uh, please respect me and uh, and cease this behavior. That's a that that seems to me a lot uh, healthier way to approach things than than say a, a snitch line. Is anybody wearing the thing, the thing on your ankle or whatever? Aaron Falk is. I think he I think he was on with DJ and PK this morning, and I believe he said that he was. Are any of the players? I don't know. I haven't. Uh... Oh, yeah, they did ask Aaron if he'd call his niche line, and I, he said. He said, uh, he said no, and then he went on with kind of a more political answer. <laughs> Which was? Uh, you know, I think I'd talk to people and blah, blah, blah. Hopefully people will go with the rules and, and the, what you, you'd expect to hear. But let me tell you this, and I feel fairly confident about saying this. Aaron Falk is not calling the snitch line. (laughs) That would, that would directly impact his job if he were identified as somebody that ratted out a player. I mean, that would, that would not be, be good for him. So I I feel fairly confident saying that that's not going to happen. I'm not calling anybody, but if Mike from IT calls me, it was Lloyd. It was all <laughs> Lloyd. There's going to be one guy you got to blame for everything, huh? The fall guy, yeah. I've I've talked about this before. You always always have a fall guy. Hmm. You always well, have a, a, a guy be like, it was that dude right there. Have you ever ratted anybody out for anything? Uh, tattled. I mean, I'm sure you go back to when I was a young kid. I'm sure there was some tattling. I don't know. I don't know if I'm thinking of any. Like, how severe are we talking about? I know you did. Who did I tattle bro- on? Your brother, Mac, I know you tattled on him before. Oh, he tattled. I know he tattled he, on you. He tattled on me. Most of the time I deserved it, though. Probably. When he, when he tattled on me. I don't know. I probably tattled on my brother. Not, not uh, once we reached a certain age, though. I mean, like, I, I knew, you, you know. I'm not tattling on a high school kid. It's not my job to look out for what he's doing. What you did on your brother. I guess. All right. How about you, Safety Patrol? Uh, Lieutenant Munson. This is is a bit of irony, but uh, I don't think I I can't recall ever doing that. Not even when you were a kid? Not even with your siblings? There had to be something, right. but I've sort of blotted out uh, any kind of thing that I did that uh, would would cause me any kind of pain. Uh, oh, I'm sure I did with my sisters, and what I'd say, hey man, she she took this, and I deserve that, and whatever. Yeah, I'm sure that happened, but outside of that setting, I don't, I can't remember. Tattling on anyone. I do recall. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I, I, I mean this one hundred percent tongue in cheek. But isn't isn't the job of a of a journalist breaking stories? Isn't that kind of tattling in a weird way? 
Yeah, I guess you could interpret it that way if you wanted. That's why I'm saying tongue-in-cheek, you know, breaking stories, journalism, necessary. Glad we do it. But isn't that in a weird way of tattling? I guess it is, finding something out and then and then yeah. going with it. Yes, I guess I'm guilty of that. See, there you go. Good journalism. Hashtag tattling. You dirty rat. <laughs> I never looked at it like that, but uh, I guess you could construe it that way. So not a surprise you'd be calling the NBA tip line. Boom. There we go. Mystery no, solved. That, that's different because that's outside your job. You know. Well, isn't basically if you're quarantined in a in a in a bubble, isn't that twenty four seven your job? Aren't you really just working all the time? I mean, you're not free to go home. What if you were in there and you saw Chris Paul going around and coughing in people's faces, openly, just ha, ha, right in their face? Wait, you're I not just, calling the hotline. I want to know why you you picked Chris Paul. Because I don't like him. <laughs> He's a baby. No, I'm not doing Punches it. Punches people. No, I, I'm not doing it. I'm just If saying. he was purposely trying to infect somebody else on a different team. Yeah, knock yourself out, Chris. Have a good day. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know, Austin. That, that's a pretty solid What if he's going around licking right? people's cell phones? <laughs> I'd, I'd kindly ask him to stay away from mine. <laughs> what if he did it anyway? Uh, yeah, would you go, mom? There, there mom, might, he licked my phone. No, I mean there, there what might. If it's LeBron. There might be some fisticuffs there, if uh, you know, maybe some some crosswords. What if it's LeBron? LeBron is a very large man, so I guess I would just object and say, <laughs> excuse me, kind citizen. Uh, I would appreciate it if you do not, uh, if you refrain from licking my phone. Check but yeah, no, I'm not. Call, I'm not day. calling that but line, if, man. If there were fisticuffs involved, wouldn't that be worse than someone licking your phone? Because now you're sweating on each other. You're you're drawing. You might be drawing blood. You're having up close contact with someone. Jeez, that went. I went. know. Get Don on the phone. I mean, we're just. <laughs> We're just joking around. Having come some in, yucks, some come giggles, in from and an, here uh, comes up, the Undertaker. Up tempo record, no. man. I, I'm <laughs> not. I'm not fist fighting Chris Paul, Gordon. So don't worry. Uh, that that okay. that particular right. danger will not occur. <laughs> so when I was, I need to get this. Uh, let me lay lay down on the couch here. You know, I'm just wondering. So when I was kept in the safety per- patrol, and I was issuing citations for various behaviors, was I in fact tattling? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was part of the man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Huh. How's that make you feel? Dirty. Dirty? A little bit. Why? Just because. Who was I to do that? I was an elected official. You were. You were elected. You were. You were. were, uh, Which... I I watched last night the Manchurian Candidate, you know, the updated version of it. Oh, yeah. That was kind of creepy spooky, wasn't it? Uh, Real quick, did did you see Spencer Dinwiddie's advice for his fellow NBA players, just to get to this real quick, because I'm sure Gordon will will get a kick out of it. And uh, do you have it? Uh, let's Let's play it. To all my fellow NBA players, don't call the snitch hotline. Don't cross the line to get Postmates. Don't fly L.A. work out. And last but not least, the Brooklyn Nets are coming for you. That's the way it works. So basically, Gordon, don't call the snitch line. That was advice number one. Number two, don't cross the line to get Postmates. 
which I'm I'm assuming is you know like go get Wendy's, right? Well, and, hold on here, I'm writing this down. Uh, number three, don't fly L.A. work out, which I interpreted as uh, uh, tell the girlfriend to stay home. <laughs> is and that then, what they call that? And then number four, is that what that's called? Uh, don't fly L.A. work out. That's how. I that's how I interpreted it, and I've I've read other voices that uh, made that same interpretation. So, uh, so wait a minute. Flying L.A. workout is another term for sexual relations. No, 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 no. Ugh. Like, like flying the girl out, like okay. like paying for her plane ticket to come to the bubble. I got you. To watch family movies together. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah come on. Okay. Come on. <laughs> and the phrases you use. So <laughs> ruining you're things. Such a, I am so sorry. You are such a twisted soul. Sexual and so, so few people know that. You, you made it sound dirty. I didn't make it sound. How did uh, I make it sound LA dirty? Workout. I read the quote. Fly in LA workout? Yes, I read the quote and then said I interpreted that as tell your girlfriend to stay home. And you went to and eighth you grade went, health class. Right. Yes. Well put, Austin. Well, right to eighth grade health class. I did not. I did not. So my just... interpretation was, tell your girlfriend to stay home. Your interpretation was to <laughs> snicker and go, is that another phrase for uh, mm. sexual relations? <laughs> well, I wanted to keep it clinical. And then it, and then it accused me of perving it up. <laughs> But anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie giving some advice. Stage left yeah, something like that. Want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete telecom uh, telecom and IT solutions backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Yes. Can we pretend the last five minutes didn't happen? Uh, we can, but I think you're going to have to bribe Boston to uh, erase it from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot to yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you may All have right. to pony up some uh, some cash. All right, ne- stay ne- tuned. Next segment will do better. More big show next. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone.